Okay, good evening. Uh, last night of Hanukkah. Wishing all of you a lich to Hanukkah. Um, our schedule is going to be a little unique this week for two reasons. First of all, on uh, Tuesday night, much deserved, my parents are being honored at the Fastman Shiva High School dinner after nearly after nearly four decades of service and for not failing me in your chemistry class, both of those things. Um, and yeah, 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 a lot of tutoring. I still remember that there's something called the octet rule, but I, that's about the limits of my chemistry. Uh, and you should not feel that I, I fell too far from the tree on this one, but I did fail organic chemistry in college. So. I'm very proud of that. Second of all, I'm not going to be here this coming Shabbos. I'm um, being a Shabbaton in the Hilton of Northbrook with Upward a Community with my wife's organization. So what we're going to do is as follows. Uh, today is a blot. Yeah. Today is a blot. Tomorrow is a blot. Um, Tuesday morning is a blot, but not Tuesday night. Wednesday and Thursday are one and a half blot. Friday morning is a blot and then nothing on Shabbos. And if you'd like to deviate and rebel and cheat and go somewhere else for a shear, that's not nice. What about the stars? The stars can say shear on Shabbos. All right. So here we are. We're on Dav Chav Gimel Amid We're in the middle of some of the most famous Agadatas in all of Shas, Choni Amagel, uh, all the crazy stories. The 70-year nap in the, is in today's Daf Yomi. So we have a lot of, uh, a lot of important Gemaras to see tonight. Um, and uh, just to say with clarity, I, 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 without all of the research, I don't know the depths and the the amkus of all of these gemaras. It takes uh, some research and some time, and uh, there are many layers, but let's get started nevertheless. So we had started out with the famous story in our Mishnah that Choni Amagel was approached because there was no rain, and he drew a circle. Now we're going to see a brysa that actually expounds on that dialogue a little bit more. Twelve lines down, the two dots, Tan Rabban, and the rabbis taught us. Most of Adar passed without any rain. So they went to the person who they knew could solve problems. He's palel they said to him, you should dive in and you should make sure that it rains. So he's piled below the yard. He tried, but it did not work. Says the Gemara, Aguga, he drew a circle. In addition that we didn't see in our Mishnah, Chabakuk had apparently done the same thing, but Chabakuk was a Navi. Says the Gemara, Shinema, Al Mishmarti, It's a drasha on the Pasuk. It's not so clear in the Pasuk that that's the case, but nevertheless, that's what the Gemara says was happening with Chabakuk. And Chonyamaga was copying him. They've turned to me because it's as if I am a regular by you. I make a promise in your name. I, I am just not willing to tolerate it. You will be uh, on the, on your children, and I'm going to stand here until then. So it started to drizzle. So then, and here's more color that the Mishnah didn't have. The Tamidim of Magel said, Rebbe, we see what's going to happen over here, but we don't want to die. It seems to be that a Kodesh Baruch Hu is just trying to chop a rind. You made a Shavua. Fine, so right. Now your Shavua is done, but you haven't solved any problems. So therefore, Chonei Mago said, you're right, Omar, last short line. He says to a Kodesh Baruch Hu, that wasn't what I asked for. I need, I need enough rain to fill the cisterns so people can drink. Then all of a sudden, a Kodesh Baruch Hu swings the pendulum. The rain started falling such that each drop of water was the size of a barrel. Not one of the drops of rain was less than a log, which is a significant volume of liquid. 
Amrulo, Talmida, they said, Rebbe, that's too much. We see that you've gotten something done here, but we don't want to die. It's too much water. It seems from here that uh, that Kodesh Baruch wants to flood the world. A little bit difficult because we have a Pasuk in Chumash that says that that won't happen. The Kasha and the Maisa. Says the Gemara halfway down, two lines into the wide lines. Amr Lefanov, Sochoni Amaga goes back to Kodesh Baruch Hu. That's not what I asked for. We need to have Ratzon, the, the rain that, that is of desire, that is a blessing, and that is of that is of goodness to give to the Jews. Yardu Ketikna, and then finally it came down at the right at the right rate. However, it was on for a very long time. Of course, we know the Beis HaMikdash is built on a very high property. This is Halacha said that in communities that aren't flat as our community is, that we do try to build a shul on the, on the highest physical property as the Beis HaMikdash was built back in the day. Anyways, they went to the, to the highest ground. Amrulo, they said, Just like you daven that the rain should come down, now you need to daven so that the clouds will go away because otherwise we're going to all drown. Amar Lahem, Choni Amagel says, I have a tradition. We don't daven on things that are very good. Nevertheless, he rejected his tradition. His, reje- his tradition was not to daven on Rov Tova. However, they said, bring me a, a par for Hoda, a cow for which I can give uh, thanks to Hashem. He vilu par Hoda, samach shteyada balav, bamer lefanu bidavendo over this korban. Ribona shalala mamcha yisrael she. These Jews that you took out of Mitzrayim, your people. How true is that? We're not good when we have all the good, and we're also not good when we have all the bad. We just want to be in the middle. We don't need to be the most affluent generation, and we don't want to be the most afflicted generation. We just want to be regular people. So it says the Gemara, the Jews are not good with that. When you get angry at them, they can't handle it. When you give them too much good, they also fail. Therefore, here's Choni Amagos, six, seven lines into the wide lines. May the rain stop and may there be space in the world, meaning may there be rebach, may there be benefit in the world. Miyad immediately, this uh, total control is unbelievable. Wrap kiilu lahavdil that a kodesh baruch is wrapped around his finger. Whatever he says goes. Biad nishba haruach. The the wind blew uh, the clouds away. And he spazru haavim. The clouds went away. Vizarcha achama. The sun came up. Biyatsu am lasada. And they went out into the field. They viewed and kamein and pitchers. And then they went and they were able to to pick up uh, mushrooms and truffles that were growing on the ground. Things that uh, can grow quickly with uh, with uh, the water that was present. But this is ridiculous. That was a chilol Hashem. He says, If not for the fact that you were choni, I would have put you into cherem. That was not right what you did. If the years were like the years of Elio, that he was in charge of the rain, then with what you just did, wouldn't that be a chilol Hashem? After all, what did you do? You said that it's my Mesorah to not daven on Rov Tova, and you davened on Rov Tova. That's not right. You're not supposed to do that. What can I do? He asks with a uh, with a bite in his voice. Uh, so he says to him, "That's not right." You uh, you do things wrong in front of a kaddish baruch Because you're a ben bias. So when, you know, when the child does something wrong, youngest child, they get away with murder in the house. No problem. You wanna you wanna rebel against me? That's fine. That's fine. I'll, I'll still do what you want. And I want to be taken to hot water. The father, the son says to the father, and I want to be rinsed off in cold water like a melech. It's like a melech, anything that he wants, he gets. I'd like to have nuts, I'd like to have almonds, I'd like to have peaches and pomegranates, and he gives them to Benos and he gets everything. And this passage is quoted in our Mishnah. End of story of Choni Amagel davening. 
and that uh, he did something seemingly wrong in the eyes of Shimon ben Shatach, yet nevertheless, because he was a ben bias, the Kodesh Baruch Hu tolerated his error. This is a beautiful hashkafa for us to embrace. If we're a ben bias by Kodesh Baruch Hu, he'll, he'll absorb our chatayim. It's okay. He'll accept them. And that's a beautiful place to be. We have to experience that. We have to feel that way and grow there. It's not simple to get there. But that is the message of the Gemara, two-thirds of the way down, almost halfway into the wide lines, Taner Rabbanon. What was going on as it related to the Lishkas Agazis? What did the Sanhedrin think about Choni Amagel? So some Sukkim says, uh, says the Pasuk, the Pasuk reads with Sigzar Omer Vekayim Lach Adrechecha Naga, or what does this Pasuk mean? With Sigzar Omer, what does that mean? Atogazarte Milamata, you Choni Hamagel, make a Xera down below. That's what the Pasuk means, that you are able. To say something here and affect change up there. What's the rest of the Pasuk? A generation that was very dark. You were able to brighten with your Tfilos. And then the Pasuk continues. So let's see what this means. You raise the generation. Play off the word. You raise them up with your tefillah. The downcast. The downcast eyes will be raised, will be saved by a Yoshia. Excuse me. A generation in which they are down, downcast in their sins, you're able to elevate them. What does the next part of the Pasuk mean? A generation that was not clean. They had Averas. You were able to save them with your Tfilas. You enabled, enabled rain when it wasn't deserving. Uh, what does that mean? And your hands were, were very clean. You had no sin. You were a big tzaddik and you were able to generate all of this change. Next piece, I'm Rav Yochanan, about 20 lines or so from the bottom of the page. Which Kim Lamed Aleph. Are you referring about? I'm sorry? Which door? Which door generation that wasn't innocent? This is the generation that he lived in. We're talking about by the Khurban, end of Khurban Rishon, bridging to Khurban Bayashini, as we'll see soon in the Gemara. All of the years, Rabbi Yochanan says, trouble with this Pasuk that we say regularly. That for all of that time, it was like dreaming, dreaming for Shiva's Tzion. So this is referring to the time between Beis HaMikdash number one and Beis HaMikdash number two, which was only a relatively short amount of time. It was Hainu Kecholmen. Omar, he says, Is there such a thing as dreaming for 70 years, for sleeping for 70 years and dreaming? Yomachad, the Gemara tells the famous story. He's walking on a way. He was planting a carob tree. Carob trees are known to take a very long time to bear fruits. Hi, this particular carob tree, how long does it take to bear fruits? Takes about 70 years. You're so, you're so confident you're going to live another 70 years. You're obviously old enough to talk to me. Let's say you're, you're 20. The life expectancy back in the day was not exactly 90. Says the Gemara, Alma Becharuva Ashkachli. A whole world can be found in a carob tree. What does this mean? He planted for me. I'm going to plant for my son. Oh, fine. Yasif Rifta, and then Choni went to go eat. Asalishinta. All of a sudden, uh, this. Uh, this tiredness, it's like the Friday night tiredness just overtook him. And then Nim, he went to sleep. And then all of a sudden things changed around him and some rocks grew around him and he was hidden from sight. Vinim Shivin Shnim took a 70-year nap. 
Says the Gemara, Kikam, when he finally woke up, eight, nine lines from the bottom, Chazi he looks at the same carob tree, he hadn't moved far, looks at the same carob tree that's now fully grown and bearing fruits, and someone's plucking fruits from it. Amar le, atu dishalte, were you the one who planted this tree? Amar le, no, barbere, oh no, two generations, I'm the grandson of the person who planted this tree, Amar le, shmamina, denaime shivin shneed. Wow, it must be that I slept two generations or I slept 70 years. Where does 70 come from? Not clear from the Gemara how he got to 70, but he slept 70 years. Chazu lechamre, and he saw that the donkey, that it had multiple generations of, of, other, of other animals that was born from it. Azalabese went to his house. Amar le, Amar lehu, he said to the people who live there, is the son of Choni Amagel alive? We'll see what that person's name is soon. It's going to be Abba Amrulay, um, they said to him, no, Bireleisa, your son is no longer, they didn't know who he was, but they said, Bireleisa, your son is not alive. Barbere, but his grandson is alive. Amrulu, Anachoni Amagel, they said, it's me. It's me, 70 years missing child. It's been on the milk carton for 70 years. So what did they say? Lohem knew. No way. Nobody believed him. It's not possible. You've been gone for 70 years. It's not possible. Azal the Medrash goes to the base Medrash. Shem Inu and he hears that the rabbi Zika Amre, and they were saying as follows in the hearing, Shmaitis in this sugi is so clear as it was, Kibishne Chonia Magil, like it was back in the day with Chonia Magil. base Medrash, when Chonia Magil was there, any Shaila that the Rabbanon had, he could answer everything, just mamish everything on his fingertips. That's me. That's me. I'm back. They did not believe him, nor would anybody else most likely after 70 years because nobody knew you to know the nuance of your face and then nobody knew you. How many people are alive that would remember? And it's been so long. Nobody treated him in the way that he anticipated he should have been treated and he deserved rightly. Not that he was a Balgaiba, the last thing from it. In fact, Tefillah is Niskabel more when a person's an Anav than when they're a Balgaiba. They have to know a certain dependency on a Kaddish Baruch Hu. That's the way real davening works. We can discuss that another time. Anyways, Cholash Daite, he was was very upset by it, and this is a very difficult line. By Rachme Vimis, so he dove in for Rachmim and he and he died. You allowed to do that? Seems to be. Oh my Rava, Hainu da Amri Inchi, O Chavrusa, O Misusa. What? He's diving for mercy, and the result was that he died. So that mercy was his death. Mm -hmm. That's what the Gemara says. It's not me talking. Is he diving for mercy? Did he dive in for death? The Gemara seems to say that he dove in for mercy. Boy, Rachamin. What's the Rachamin? What, is that Rachamin? I'm just. These are these are these are halach these are halachic shilas of uh, you know euthanasia and like asking for uh, you know what is it called medically assisted suicide or whatever the language is. What? Kavorkian. It's not simple, but and the, and it's a pella. The Gemara is difficult. The Gemara is difficult, and it poses some some important halachic and hashkafic questions. As long as the neshama is in the body, there should be merit there. There should be merit for having the neshama in the body. Um, that we've we've already discussed this. That it's better to be alive with Soros because it earns a person a brighter olam uh, haba. Not simple. And that's what Rubba says, five lines from the bottom. Wow, this gives a whole new spin on the casual use of the phrase, which is no literally, Magil says, I'd rather die than not be part of the Hebrew in the base Medrash. And that was very, very hard for him. Notice that this Gemara of him requesting Rachamim was not about his family. It was after he left the base Medrash. 
So just a unique placement of the Gemara, and that is the Gemara of, of the famous Gemara Bocha Rusa Misusa. And then his son, Abachilkiah, I'm sorry, the grandson, Abachilkiah, Barbara Rei de Chonia Magel, Hava, he was the grandson of Chonia Magel. The Chimitzrach Amalamitra, when the world in that generation, this is two generations later, let's call it 70 years later, when they needed rain, Hava Mishadri Rabbanam Legabe, they would send Chashiva Rabbanam to the house of Abachilkiah. Um, and then he would normally dive in, and the rain would come. One time it happened, the world needed rain. So the rabbi sent a pair of rabbis to him. They said he should, that, uh, that uh, Abba Chilkia, the grandson of Choni Hamagel, should daven for some rain to bring some rain. So they went to his house, they didn't find him. They went on into the fields. And he was tilling the land. He was tilling the land. So fine, Yovale Shlomo. They said, Shalom Alecha Rebbe Umori. And very strangely, Velo Aspar Le Ape. He didn't show him his face. We know, like the Mishnah Pirkei was having Makabalas called him said to Panim Yathos. What happened to the greats? Why, why wasn't he showing proper cover? Just as a normal. Just say something. So he didn't do that. We'll see why later in the Gemara. The Panya, toward the end of day, when he was ready to go home, when he picked up the wood that he had chopped that day. So then, he carried the wood and the, the tilling tools on his on one shoulder, the glima and a particular piece of clothing on his other shoulder. He's walking like this, and his right shoulder, on one of his shoulders, he's carrying wood and tools. On the other shoulder, he's carrying a, a, a separately a coat. Kula Orcha, Losayim Misane, for the whole path he wasn't wearing shoes except for Kimata Lamaya when he got to the water. Then he finally put on shoes, Saim Misane, then he put on his shoes. Kimata Lehizmi Vihigi, when he got to thorns and thistles, when he got to the bushes that were likely to catch on his clothes. So Delinhu Lemane, he rolled up his tunic so that his clothes wouldn't get caught. Kimata Lemosa, when he got to the city, Nafka Debisu Ape, his wife came out of the house to greet him, Kimikshita, and she was all dressed up, all dolled up, looked fancy. And then Kimata Lebese, when he got to his actual house, like to the door, he saw his wife from afar. When he actually got to the door, Alas Debisu Biresh, his wife went in the house first, the Hadar Ail Ihu, and then he went in, and the Hadar Aile Rabbana, and finally the rabbis were led into the house. Yasivikarach Rifta, and then and he and his wife and his family were sitting down to dinner. It's good to have dinner with your family. And he didn't say to his, to his guests, come sit and eat with me. He didn't say a word to them. He broke up bread and gave out to his children. Uh, as it related to the kids, the older ones got one unit of bread, and the younger children got a double portion. What's going on with that? If we were like trying to mimic what we normally know for the older child by Yerusha, he gets double. This isn't Yerusha, but what's going on here? We'll see shortly. Amar Lala Debisu, he said to his wife, whispering, I know that they're coming because of the rain. It's been a drought. I kind of anticipated they'd knock on the door. Let us, both of us, go up to the roof while they won't see us. And we'll daven on our own. Efshar, maybe maybe we can uh, generate ritzvah with a kodesh baruch mitra. We could bring about rain. And they won't be dependent on us. They won't show akar satov to us. That's what they'd prefer. They don't want to be in the limelight. It's awkward a little bit. Like you're the guy, like they knock on your door. Hey, it hasn't rained. Everybody's suffering. Can you please solve our problem? So he would rather it be solved in what seemed to be more of a natural way. So let's let's see what happens. A quarter of the way down, 12, 15 lines down. Sakul Igra, husband and wife. Abachilkia um, and his rabbitin go up to the roof. He was in one corner of, let's assume, a square roof just for argument's sake. He was in one corner, she was in the opposite corner. All of a sudden, clouds started to generate on her side of the corner. And, the, and then the rain started. 
Okay, Kinaches, they came down from the roof. Amar Lahu, he said to the rabbis, Am I also Rabbanan? Chashava Rabbanan, why are you here? Amar Lahu, Shadre Lan Rabbanan, the rabbis from the base, base Medrash sent us, Lagabe Demar, to come to you, so that you can daven for us on the rain. So the whole ruse seemed to be working well so far. Amar Lahu says to them, Perfect, you didn't even need me. Baruch Hamakam, thank you, Hashem. Shiloh Hitzrich, Eschem, Lavachilke. You guys didn't even need me. I'm useless. It was almost self deprecating in a way that he wasn't uh, the one who caused it because he didn't want them to say like, oh, you're so amazing. He was just trying to shield himself a little bit. So he didn't say anything. Um, relay, uh, this did, your ruse does not work. What did they say? Everybody knows why the rain happened. It's because of you. All of a sudden we show up at your door and it starts raining. We know you, David. Ella, now that we're here, we have a whole host of questions to ask you, Abichel Kia, about the last 25 lines of Gemara, because none of it makes sense. So here's what they said. We want you to tell us a couple of things that we have questions about. First of all, when we said Shalom Aleichem, why didn't you greet us says the Gemara, two lines before the wide lines, I was rented for the day, I was a worker, I could not be into Interrupted, a real halachic issue. You're, you're hired to work eight hours, you work six hours, you're a ganav. So he didn't want to, he just, okay, shalom aleichem, he just kept moving, but it wasn't the savior upon him, yafos. It's not time for a whole conversation. Good, fine, they got their answer. My time, Dora Mar Tzivi Achad Katve, the Glima Achad Katve. Why is it that you carried the wood and the tools on one shoulder and then you carried on your other shoulder the coat? Amr Luhu, he says to them, Talashu'ulahaisa, the clothing that I had, the Glima. That was a talis shula that was borrowed from someone. I had to return it as it was. And I couldn't put the wood on top. It'll get all covered and splintered. I borrowed it for one purpose, but I didn't borrow it for a different purpose. So I have to make sure that I don't ruin it. Okay, first long line. My time, marmisane. Why is it that as you walked home, you didn't wear your shoes? But But when you got to water, you did. He's, uh, he didn't like to wear down his shoes. Very uh, efficient about his shoes. So Omar Louis said to them, When I'm walking and I can see the ground, I can see the ground. I don't need to put on shoes. I know where not to step. But in the water, I have no idea what's under the water. I can't see. Okay, next question. My time, why is it that when it came to the thorns and thistles that you pulled up your tunic and you didn't uh, just let them get cut? Why bother letting your legs get cut? My legs, they'll heal up on their own. But the tunic, if it tears up, what am I going to do? The threads are going to pull. It's going to ruin the whole thing. I'd rather cut up my legs a little bit. They'll heal in a couple of days and everything will be fine. Okay, another question. Three lines into the wide lines. My time, why is it that when we got to your house, your wife was all dressed up? She looked so chashov. She looked so beautiful. She was very sensitive. She wanted to be the person that he that he looked at, and she didn't want him to look at other people, and he didn't want to look at other people. So that was uh, how they arranged their marriage. My time, Why is it that when everybody went into the house, she went first, and then you, Abachilkia, went in Abasra after her, and then and then we were last. I don't know who you are. I don't know. I don't know anything about you guys. So who says that? You're Yasha people, no clue at all. Five, six lines into the wide lines. My time, Why is it that when you started the meal, why didn't you invite us to eat? I mean, come on, these are like ABCs. Avram Avinu opened on four sides. Why can't you offer us some bread? He said, What do you want me to do? He said, I didn't have enough bread for everybody. 
halach al-maisa, right? You're going to have a meal with someone, you have enough bread, you don't have enough bread to give, it, give everyone a kezais, they can't even bench, it's not a suda. So that he didn't have enough bread. I'm not going to give this false claim. Oh, everybody come eat. There's enough bread. I'm going to lie to you. There's enough bread. I don't have any more than this. That's what there is. My time at you, Mar, another question. Rabbi, why is it, Mar, that for your older child, you gave Chada, Rifta, Ulazutra, Trey, and for your younger one, you gave more? He says, what do you know about my family? Omar Luhu, hi, Kai Bebesa. The older one was in the house the whole day. He works from home. Zoom culture. He's sitting there. He can eat out of the snack cabinet all day. When it comes time to eat, he doesn't eat as much food as the other as the others. My younger two kids are still sitting in Kolo. Uh, my younger kids are sitting in Kolo. When they come home, they're going to be hungry. They have no food there. Next question. My time, Kadim Siluk Anone Mehachzabisa de Havas Kaime de Bisu, de Marla Anona Dide. Why is it that when you and your rabbits went on, they're watching everything? They got binoculars, they see everything. Your wife goes up to the roof, she starts davening, and her tefillahs are more powerful than yours. Why? So says the Gemara, powerful answer. Mishum de Itza, he said, in regards to my wife, Shricha Bebesa, she's home raising the kids. The Yava Rifta Le'aniye. She actually gives bread to poor people, and that brings them a special hana. The ana, when I give tzedakah, when I do chesed, I give them money. And then it's like an added step. When we give a dollar to someone, they have to go buy something with that. But when you give them a warm piece of bread, your mom is servicing them directly. It's a higher level. And therefore, her tfilos were niskabel more, big musr. Her tefillos were niskabel more because she actually gave them something usable. I remember as a little kid, we used to do deliveries. My mom used to take us for deliveries. We'd bring a full Shabbos meal to people's homes. The elderly, the infirm, whoever it was, full meals. That's a higher level of tzedakah than writing a check, of actually providing them food. The Rambam, of course, delineates famously the various levels of them. Uh, I don't know how this plays in, but uh, the Rambam does discuss that. In this context of the Gemara, Abichilki and his wife, he was on a lower level, in quotes, of course. I'm not on a lower level because his wife actually gave food and he only gave Zuzi Iname or his wife was Chasher for another reason. Hanhu Bir Yuni, there were some uh, some uh, troublemakers that Havu Shiva Vusan in our neighborhood and I didn't want him to cause any cause them to uh, cause any trouble. Uh, so what did Abba do? I davened that they should die. Okay, this is straight up. Okay, davened that they should die. The he, my wife, she's a little bit less strict than I am. She davened that they should do tshuva. And they did. She's much holier than I am, says Abba And Abba power of tefillah was remarkable. The cool part here is that she overrode his tefillah. Think about that. Because everything he davened for, he got. He davened they should die. She said, no, I davened they should do tshuva. And she won. Her, her tefillah is more powerful. So head to head, Abba versus his wife, the clouds are showing up on her side. Because when she talks, he listens. Capital H. Next. Chanan Hanechba, this is his name, Chanan Hanechba, the hidden one, we'll see why. Barbirate de Choni Hamagel Hava, another grandchild of Choni, this is a Yichus, another grandchild of Choni Hamagel. We're about 20 lines from the bottom of the page, we'll be stopping on the last line of the page. Kimitzrich Alma Lemitra, when they needed rain, Hava Meshajar Abanan, Yenuka Debe Rav Legabe. They would send little kids and they would all hold on to his clothes. When Nakte Libeshipule Glimi, they would hold on to the hem of his clothes. The Amrule, Abba, Abba, Havlan Mitra. Can you imagine this beautiful scene of emotion? All the little kids from Gan, they run over to Hanan and they hold on to the, wearing a long tunic. They say, Abba, could you bring the rain? Like this beautiful, pure child who knows that Abba 
lowercase a, capital A, who's bringing the rain? So how does Hanan spin this? Hanan HaNechba says, Omar, Omar, Lifnei Asay, you should make it rain bishfil elu for these she'ain makirin bein abba de yoiv mitra la abba de lo yoiv mitra. They don't even know the difference between the father who can bring rain, capital Father F, right, and the and the father who can't bring. They don't even know. And the svarim write that this is how someone should daven like a child. When you're a little child, all you know about is your father. You know nothing else. Your father and your mother, they are everything when you're a kid. If you say yes, they're happy. You say no, there's, there's no other portal for them. As we get older, we think we become more autonomous and less dependent. It's not true. We're just as dependent now as we were then. So to daven as a child is godless. To daven to a Kaddish Baruch Hu now as tzabrachen as the child would be when you say no to the dessert and no to the thing that they want, that is real, real tefillah. Anyways, that's, how, that, that's what he says. Okay, good. And that's hopefully helped. The Gemara doesn't say what the conclusion was. But that was how Hanan Daven. Why did they call him Hanan Hanechba? He said that when he was in the, in the bathroom, he was constantly covered, obviously enough to go to the bathroom, but he was otherwise constantly covered. Of course, Shulchan Aruch discusses this tefach, there's halachos about these things, but one should try and keep themselves as covered as possible. There are no people in the bathroom. When we go to the bathroom, halachas, we go by ourselves and we close the door. It's a good chinuch for children. They close the door. It's private. It's not inappropriate. It's just private. The door stays closed. This is tzniyas in the bathroom. It's among the reasons we don't talk in the bathroom. I want to show you about the strong ones from Eretz Yisrael, versus the pious ones from Babel. The pious ones of Babel, who were when they needed rain. Omar, they said, let's come together. Together, the two of us. Afshar, maybe with the two of us together, the and maybe together the rain will, will start falling. What about uh, what about the greats of Eretz Yisrael? When they needed rain, they'd go home. He'd say to his family, "Give me a little bit of uh, spending money." I'm going to go buy. Uh, I'm going to go buy some food from the market. He have enough when he would go out into the marketplace. Uh, I would go down to a very, very physically deep place. That I daven from the depths. Or is it a physically deep place? Maybe is not physical at all. Maybe it is conceptual and metaphysical. And this is a riot to this idea. And I was standing in a modest place. I thought you just said you were standing be'amikta. So maybe the amikta is really spiritual. And this, bitzniya, is a different one. This is how they did it in Eretz Yisrael. But then when they got home, they never ended up using the money. So they'd say, show me what you bought from the marketplace. Once I saw the rain, no, the prices are going to go down. Because once the rain comes up, the market's going to fluctuate. It's like insider trading. You know exactly when to shop because you're the one who causes the rain. So you're going to the market, you're going to dive, and you're not going to buy because in three days, the prices are all going to drop. I'd rather shop in three days than today because the rain came. So there's a new crop that's growing up. The Sue and furthermore, Rabbi Money, the Ray, the Rabbi Money, Beray, Rabbi Money, his son. We're talking about the person from Eretz Yisrael, and his name was Rabbi Yona. 
Rabbi Yonah was the father of Rav Mani. So Rabbi Yonah, the Rav Mani, the son of Rabbi Yonah Berei, had become a tzar related to Benesia. He was being uh, bullied by the Benesia by this group of people. So Yishtatach al Kivrei de Abu lies down on his father's grave, and Omar le Abba Abba, Hani Mitzari. These people are these people are, are really giving me a rough time. So Yomachad, this group of people who was bothering him, the Benesia, have a kachalte house, and they were driving by in a horse and buggy. In Kutkar desus vasaihu, and he made it uh, from the grave. He made it that the feet of the horse would get stuck in the ground. Until they accepted upon themselves to look at Sarule. They looked at the grave. They saw and they said, oh my gosh, this is Rabbi Yonah. And his son is the son that we've been shepherding and stealing all of his lunch money. We better stop bothering him. And they did. The Sue and furthermore, Rabbi Mani, again, the son of uh, Rabbi Yonah was in, in front of Rabbi Yitzchak ben Yashib, Amar Lei, Asiri de Bechami Kometsarui, the wealthy people of Bechami of my uh, could be my father-in-law's house. They're 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 all bothering me. Amar Lei Anu, so he said that he, they should be poor. Viyano, they became poor. Amar Kadachkuli, oh, they're so poor, and they keep knocking on my door. Amar Lei Asri, he said they should become wealthy. Unbelievable powers of Tila. Viyasri, they became wealthy again. Four lines from the bottom. Amar Lo Mikbeli Alai Inshibesi. It is not acceptable up upon me, the people of my house. So this is code word. What does this mean? Take a look at Rashi, eight lines from the bottom where Tos was on the inner margin, excuse me, where Rashi normally is. Uh, Rashi says, My wife is no longer beautiful. So says the Gemara, What's her name? So Chana, her name is Chana. So he said a tefillah, She should become beautiful. She became beautiful. All of a sudden, she became the biggest Balas Gaiba. Omar Lay, oh, you made her too beautiful. Kamegandra Alai. What does that mean? Take a look at Rashi, seven, six lines from the bottom of the Rashi's. She's become so great on me. So beautiful. You're not the good looking one anymore. A little bit of a turn of events. So it says the Gemara. She should go back to her blackened self. She should go back to her less beautiful self. And so it was. She became less beautiful. Last story for the night. There were two students who were in the Shir of Rabbi Yashif. And um, Can you please give us a bracha that we should be wise? He said to them, It used to be that I had that power of davening, but seemingly I lost it. Take a look at the in the last Rashi, uh, the last full Rashi on the page. It used to be the case that whatever I would daven for, I would get. I've lost some of my power. We'll stop right here. Pick up tomorrow night at 8:40 with Rabbi Yossi, the bottom line of Chav Gimel Amidays, and again tomorrow night is here, and then Tuesday morning is here, right after the early Shacharis, and I'll post the rest of the schedule. Wishing you all a beautiful night. Well, my